The following production is part of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. EA Sports. It's in the game. Hello, everybody. Do you hear that? That's right. It's the school bell. So put away your lunches, find your seats because class is in session and you are about to get schooled. It is I, your host, Kevin. And with me, of course, is Professor Caro. We have not talked since like the, the end time. of October. I know, right? Yeah. How was your November? Ooh, it was quick. <laughs> it was quick. Yeah, it was. We were intending on probably getting this out like during November, maybe, but it just kind of got pushed and got pushed and there's been a lot. But I mean, football season is still technically on for the NFL, but college ball, aside from the bowl games, is pretty much over. That's true. You follow college ball. So you, you, yeah, I don't. So I, I, the whole bowl thing is lost on me, but that works for you. But yeah, I'm still watching the, the, the real football. Air the Pats lose to the Dolphins on a three-pitch. Oh, pitch. My oh my God. God. Dude, <laughs> I that, thought about you. I oh, thought about you. <laughs> I, I was watching that game with my whole family, and I was – oh, I wanted to throw things, like, from my living room into the kitchen. Like, I was just – I was so mad. I'm like, are you kidding me? I don't – I was oh, like – I, I was, like, looking, and I was like, this only happens in Division three schools. Like, what yeah. the heck is going on? Yeah. And, and the crazy thing is that kind of play is something the Patriots would pull on somebody else. Right, like, right, and for the fact that somebody else pulled on them, and then I don't know what it is with the Dolphins and the Patriots. Like, yeah. do we have a terrible record against the Dolphins? Anybody else is no problem. It's like the Dolphins of all teams. It makes no sense. Offensive like, humidity. I'll blame Coach Mo. He's he's tampering with those games. They're just they're channeling the '73 team into the yeah. <laughs> into yeah. the mix every time. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but so yeah, football. That's what we're talking about football. today. So, typically, the show uh, is three different periods: history, the making of. Uh, science, the mechanics of any game we're talking about. And then, of course, the free period where we talk all of our fun facts and impressions. Um, but we're doing things a little bit different today. Uh, Coach Mo sponsored a special day today. Uh, today is field day instead, where we're going to learn all about the sport of American football for our Canadian friends and our European listeners, um, discussing <laughs> the four pivotal games in the early age of arcade and video games that brought the world, the sport, to a virtual world. And speaking of Coach, before we dive in, Let's take a word from our sponsor. The following is a paid advertisement. The opinions and views expressed do not necessarily reflect those of the PSVG Podcast Network or its employees, except for maybe Coach Mo. Are you looking for an amazing RPG? What about expansive multiplayer? Perhaps a single player campaign as well. But what if that single-player campaign could be played with friends and not be watered down? Do you think it sounds too good to be true? Well, it sounds like the game dreams are made of. But wait, dreams can come true. Just pick up a copy of Madden 19, available on Xbox One, PS4, PC, and Nintendo- Oh, 
Wait, no. Never mind. Anyway, as I was saying, pick up a copy of Madden 19, one of the nominees for Game of the Year by PSVG. This message was brought to you by PSVG OT and Sports Gamers Unite. So, Kara, what four pivotal football games, American football, none of the indoor Canadian football garbage, throw no. it out there right away, no. are we talking about today? Uh, there were four games that I thought were at least very uh, prevalent in the arcade and very uh, pivotal in the early video game football uh, days when, you know, sports games were just being brought into arcades and consoles and stuff. So we're going to go in chronological order on these 10 yard fight for the arcade later ported to the Famicom and the NES from 1983. Originally uh, it's produced is developed by Irem or Eram in Japan. I'm not exactly sure uh, by Taito in the U S and Electrocoin in the European regions. They actually brought it over to Europe. Then we're going to be talking about the original Tecmo Bowl, which was originally made for the arcade, ported to the Nintendo Entertainment System, Game Boy, and the Play Choice 10. It's a thing, apparently. That was from 1987, and of course by Tecmo. Um, then we also have my personal favorite, but I'm kind of biased because this is what I played with as a kid. Super High Impact, originally for the arcade, later ported to the Genesis. And I think you said that it was also ported to the Super Nintendo because you were talking about a ROM later on. Like, that you had a ROM of it? For Super High Impact? Yeah. Uh, I, I remember you pulling that up, but I think it was for Super Nintendo is what you said. I think said. I did. I know it was an arcade. I know it was Genesis. I'll look it up. Okay. Anyway, that was in 1991, later ported in 1992, done by Midway Games and Iguana Entertainment and Acclaim Entertainment, who was uh, back then it was Arena, I believe. And finally, we have Madden NFL 94, which was the very first Madden game that we know of today. There were actually a couple of Madden titles before them that John Madden had his name to. It was just called John Madden Football. Yeah. Uh, late 80s early 90s type thing but this is the true madden that we know today that they've kind of expanded on uh made for the genesis and the super nintendo in 1994 developed by visual concepts and published by electronic arts or ea and yes super high impact also was on the snes oh, okay yep uh, it was probably inferior because i love the sound cards on the genesis way more than yes the, super the sound the sound clips <sighs> for this game were incredible we'll, we'll get to that but yes yeah. i agree it sounds amazing um Anyway, so I, before we start, I kind of wanted, because I put American in parentheses on all of our show notes, because, you know, we might have some listeners that think football and are overseas from us and football to them is what we call soccer footy, you know, where you kick the soccer ball around and, and you try and it's just you're no hands football. This is American football, which if you don't America. know what it is. America. We are going to break it down for you pretty quick. Just a few things. So you have 11 players on each side of the field for offense and defense. You switch off. Basically, each team switches off depending on who has the ball. Offense obviously has the ball. There's 100 yards of field, 50 yards for one side of the field, and there's a 50-yard line in the middle, and then 50 yards for the other side of the field. You're trying to get into the other team's end zone, which is Another 10 yards on either side, but it does not count as the actual yards on the field. Once you break the plane, you're in there for a touchdown, which is six points. You can either attempt to kick for an extra point if you get a touchdown, 
or you go for a two point conversion, which requires you to break the plane and get in the end zone again. Most people go for the extra point unless you're trying to tie it up or uh, try and beat out somebody late in the game with a two point conversion. If you're not getting a touchdown, you can also score points for a field goal, which is just half of the points you get from a touchdown. It's only three points, which is where you kick from whatever comfortable point your kicker feels is, you know, good for him to get the ball into the end zone. He kicks it through the uprights. Um, and that gives you three points. There's also safeties, which we're not really going to talk about, where the other team gets two points if you knock down the team that's got the ball in their own end zone. But that's just a, it's very rare for that to happen. Uh, so there are four downs is what they're called, which is basically each play they're called downs, uh, in which offense has to get at least 10 yards in order to advance to the next set of downs. So you see the first and 10, that means it's the first down and you have to get 10 yards to the next one. So if you get three yards, uh, the next would be the second down and seven yards to go. So it'd be second and seven, et cetera, et cetera. Generally, the quarterback is either going to hand the ball off to a runner or is going to throw the ball to a receiver to get down the field. Uh, but there's also stuff like crazy trick plays, like we just mentioned about the Dolphins <laughs> doing uh, the Patriots game this past weekend. And quarterback keeps and sneaks, and we're not going to go into all of that. There is just a bunch of trickeration that uh, can go into a game. Trickeration? If, is that trick a George Bush word? Like that's It a, is. It's a George it W is, word right there. It is George W. Uh, if the offense does not advance to the next set of downs, however, the team will most likely punt on their fourth down. So if there's like at least fourth and two or three, I mean, unless you're really confident in your running game, you're probably going to want to punt it, which is basically where you bring your kicker or your, or excuse me, your punter out. Uh, two different people. It's it's like I, I occasionally you have the kicker that will do punting too, but most of the time punting is completely different art. Uh, they will punt on fourth down to get the ball as far away from their end zone as possible before the other team will start on offense. And like most games, most points at the end of the game is the winner. And you forgot so. the most important part of like the ridiculous halftime shows and people that have no yeah, we have, we have halftime, and, and halftime is 20 minutes in college, and is it 20 minutes in pro? I can't remember. It's 20 or 30. Okay. It's hard so, to yeah. tell because they throw so much fluff in there. There's like Oh, also there's four quarters. There's 15 minutes per quarter, so it's like an hour of game time, but, yeah. you know, clock runs or stops. So it, really a game lasts about three to four hours, depending on, on what craziness goes on. Truth, truth. All right, so diving in, as you mentioned, the first one we're going to tackle tonight is 10-Yard Fight, which came out in the arcade and NES in 1983 by Taito in the U.S. most notably. How this game works, it's your basic, um, pretty much as basic as you can get as far as football is concerned. Top-down perspective, vertical scrolling, no horizontal across the field. So it's very much like if you're familiar with the Madden games, looks exactly like that. Like that started that formula, climbing up a ladder essentially, yep. Um, Here's the weird part. There are no plays to choose from for offense or defense. Uh, if you're offense, the player receives the ball in the snap and either runs it with the quarterback, tosses it to the running back and then runs or passes it to a long distance receiver. On defense, the player chooses one of two different players only to control and the computer controls the other defensive player. Punts and field goals are of course part of the game. There are five levels of increasing difficulty. So this is a little unique. Most football games are either like NCAA or they're pro football. Right. This one had the different levels of difficulty simply labeled high school, college, pro, playoff, Super Bowl. Uh, the player proceeds to the next level of difficulty by winning both halves of the game, very much like a career mode would be nowadays. <laughs> it was originally ported from uh, arcade to Famicom in Japan and NES uh, in, in the U.S. and Europe to the um, MX home computer in Japan only. 
The Pittsburgh Post-Gazette called this game a patriarch of football games. The Journal News called it an immortal classic. Now, that might be a little kind if you go back and look at that game, how it stands today. But, hey, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Adam Dewerson of Sports Illustrated said it brought football games out of the Atari era and set a precedence for future football games. So while it was a massive jump from looking at Atari football or, you know, ColecoVision football to 10-yard fight, it was a big difference, but I wouldn't say it kicked into the modern era of football, but hey, it's there. Um, Nick Chortis of the Columbus Dispatch said it was realistic for the time and that players looked like real people. Uh, if you've seen any clips of this game, and I encourage you to do so, uh, especially the kickoff. So the kickoff, ball goes flying down, your other team receives it. Everybody runs in a perfect square of players surrounding the guy with the ball, and while they're running upfield, it looks more like they're doing the hammer dance from MC Hammers You Can't Touch Us. They just kind of jiggle back and forth. Um so I don't know what kind of real people he was looking at when he wrote that, but hey, it's out there. And BJ Klein called it less realistic than Tecmo Bowl, which makes a lot of sense because, in fact, it was. But, yeah, iconic nonetheless. As rough as it may have been, as, as rough as it might be now when it's aged, it was a classic for sure. So leads us to our next one, as we mentioned, Tecmo Bowl. The original game is on, on an arcade with a two-monitor cabinet that can be played up to four players. Uh, this one was different, has a horizontal view. So no ladder fighting, you're actually going like a side scroll, like a Mario platformer type game scenario there. Uh, only two teams were chosen at the time, the Wildcats and the Bulldogs. The arcade had limitations that only allowed 10 players on the field for each team. Uh, the NES had limitations, of course, that only allowed nine players on the field uh, for each team, not the full 11 as it should be. Uh, when it was ported to the NES, it had a downgrade in graphics, which is understandable. Going from arcade to NES, we still have a lot of games. Um, and also reduced the number of players from four to two. Most likely because the NES only had two controllers. Couldn't really hook up four anyway. Uh, you could choose plays for offense in this game. There are only four offensive plays to choose from, however. Uh, on defense, the player can choose a play that they think will combat the offensive play. Uh, much like a rock, paper, scissor approach we see with a lot of Nintendo-style games. Um, you know, if you pick the right play, you have better odds taken on the offensive play. But you don't know what they're picking, so kind of hard to tell. Um, if the play is chosen correctly, the offensive line collapses. The quarterback is either sacked or a turnover occurs in some instances. Nintendo Power voted this in the top 100 games of all time back in September 1997. Tecmo Bowl was at number <laughs> 30. And Bo Jackson, of course, as we all know, a real-life player, is known for being unstoppable in the game. And Tech Times has noticed this is basically a means of cheating within the game that if you had Bo Jackson... You were going to win all of the time. He yeah. was much faster than reality. Never fumbled. Like it was just beast mode every single time he got his hands on the ball. Yeah, he cheats. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, he doesn't cheat in real life, but hey, I mean, Bono's football. Oh, I know, I know. Um, yeah. So uh, I, the realism cracks me up. It's like, oh yeah, mm -hmm. we got the little crab walk going on, and mm -hmm. <sighs> we come to my favorite. Right. This is my favorite. This is what I grew up with. Genesis was my first console. This was my first football game. This was my first one of my first Genesis games, actually. And and it actually really got me into learning the the specs of the sport uh, as much as I could for being three or four years old at the time, whatever it was. So super high impact was ported from the arcade to the Sega Genesis and the Super Nintendo. It was the predecessor to what we know as NFL Blitz. And it was preceded by just regular high impact football, not super high impact. Uh, this one also has a horizontal field view. So you're going across the field, like you're looking at it through a TV screen. 15 football teams, all of which were originally in the high impact game, came back for this game. Uh, there's some 
obvious ones like Atlanta and Detroit and, and, you know, actual cities in the United States, but then they have bizarre ones like team Europa and Africa and a bunch of world teams. Um, like 10 yard fight, you have three different skill levels. You have exhibition game, which is considered to be, I guess, you know, the four preseason games that you would play pro, which is, you know, just regular pro football and ultimate, which I would assume would be kind of like playoff or something. It's ultimate. I never played because it is hard enough to play this game as it (laughs) is. Um, One of my favorite things is a hitometer or hitometer, whatever you want to call it. Um, If you make a defensive stop in the game, everything stops and this guy shows up and there's like a, a meter that you would like, Hit the hit the bell, you know, on the fair, and the thing shoots all the way up to the top and rings the bell. If you go all the way, like however hard you hit, it's like wicked hit. You know, there's just a meter showing what your hit hit strength was, I suppose. Um, there's also a fighting mode, literally yes. where it's a button mashing against the other characters, and. Um, you get to fight the other players. Whoever button matches the most and fills their bar up wins the fight. There's nothing other than just like, hey, I got glory points. I bought, I won the fight. But the clips um, were awesome. The clips were awesome because you had one guy that was like dropping an elbow on a guy who was on the ground. Oh, yeah. And then the no, other I mean, clip like, was, there, was a guy punching the guy with the helmet on, which made no sense because he's hitting the guy on top of the head who's wearing a helmet. But yep. Speaking of which, like after plays would end, the, the guy that would be knocking the offensive player down, he would still be punching the guy. And I'm like, that's a flag. Where are the refs? <laughs> I mean, seriously, like back then it just didn't matter, especially in, um, I guess, in the virtual world, there there are no, I don't play Madden. I don't play NCAA football. I don't know if there's flags or not. Oh, yeah, there is. There is? Okay. Oh, yeah. So it's legit now. Uh, back then it wasn't so much legit. There's also world record standings that uh, were incorporated into the arcade cabinet so that I guess all the arcade cabinets would talk to each other and know who had the best scores worldwide over a lifetime, like before the, I, you know, unless the arcade cabinet was obviously reset or unplugged or something. The arcade cabinets also dispensed collectible trading cards, which I think is super cool. And I can't believe I never played this game in an arcade. Of course, it wasn't exactly one of the most well-known football games, I believe. So I don't know. I would just go just to collect the trading cards. Are you kidding me? Yeah, right. They had instant replay. This was similar to the replays from Atari's Food Fight from 1982. And uh, probably the best thing about this game are the actual real life sound clips of the dudes talking. There are sound bites that I just have a few written down. I'm going to try and replicate them as much as I can, but I highly suggest that you um, just look it up when you're uh, lined up and the ball's getting ready to be hiked. Yeah, mama's boy. In your face, you're a toast. And if you get hit, ow, my knee. <laughs> Go down. And then if you get an interception or a touchdown or you fail to convert on fourth down, oh, you blew it. Yeah, and the guy just face palms. It's, <laughs> it's great. And if if you fumble the ball, the, this this random somebody randomly yells out, fumble. <laughs> so weird. But I promise you, just look up look up some gameplay of this game, and you will not be disappointed with the amount of sound bites 
that are there. Like my dad and I, to this day, we still like your mama's boy. <laughs> we still That's like an inside joke because we used to play this game all the time together. That's Great game. I'm, so, I'm, I'm biased, obviously. This was my game growing sure. up. I mean, it makes sense. So you look at the time frame. We talked about a game from 83, a game from 87, and now this one comes along in 91. And the next one, yeah. Madden at 94, obviously came out in 94. Super high impact, honestly, looking at them, uh, even though it was on Genesis, had, in my mind, the best graphics, I think. Like, look I at agree, stuff, I like, agree. It really does look better. I mean, now keep in mind, these are still 16-bit games. Right. This one, to me, looks better than Madden 94 does. Like, I, it's, it's strange that I didn't have any hands-on experience with this game growing up, despite it looking a lot better. But we'll move on. So the next one is obviously Madden 94. Now, this one is the one I spent the most time with. Mm-hmm. Coach Mo is probably, like, clapping his hands somewhere where I, I get to talk about being mad and being excited because yeah. I played the crap out of this game when I had an SNES and it's mainly because during that era of time in the, in the NFL, the top team at the time was like the Dallas Cowboys. Every, right, you know, right. And my dad was a huge Dallas Cowboys fan. He, he still is a huge Dallas Cowboys fan. Mm-hmm. So growing up at my house, I wasn't that much into football, but I would always watch the games with him. We watched the Super Bowl together and it was all the time. It was like bills and uh, bills and Cowboys. So it was always that way. So right. he wanted Madden. So I always played as the Cowboys didn't really get into football until I was older, but I played this game so much because of him and his love of it, and that's the reason I had the game. Um, so this is the first game in the Madden series, we, as we know today, the first game with an official NFL license to the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, EA actually had a hard time developing the game for the SNES and passed it off to Visual Concepts, uh, who was an experienced Apple coder. Um, the issue was a slower processor in the SNES, of course. Uh, as we know, Like the, when you compare the Genesis to the SNES, the Genesis definitely had more power. Um, <clears throat> after... Um, the speed had to be improved from 20 frames a second to 45 frames a second. So it was kind of the, the drop down there. So it was a lot harder to code for than it should have been. Um, after gameplay to vote, 26 out of 29 people chose his code over the previous EA code. Um, so visual concepts go on to work on future men's as a result of it, because they're able to just manipulate that SNES in a way that worked best for them. Uh, this brings back the vertical field view, as we know today that Madden still uses today. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was also the first Madden that allowed players to play a full regular season uh, via password, of course, we didn't have a uh, game state, <laughs> state stuff like that, like we do now, where it's like, oh no, it just backs up to the cloud. It's all good. No, nope, you had to enter a password, but you were able to play through a whole season that way, so it was kind of cool. Um, fun fact here: uh, first game to use the EA Sports to the game to the game audio bite, which went on forever after that. Forever. So, um, introduced flip play, uh, play call mode, pass catch mode, and bluff play options in the series. So much more in depth play call. Than we saw in previous games, although although I will say, um, High Impact still had some to that thing. Not as not yeah. as in depth, but they did have a lot of different play call options. There was there was a few, right, right. So, At least uh, a few pages worth. Exactly. So, and this one took it a little bit higher. Um, first Madden title to pause action and rotate the screen around during uh, instant replays and also during kick punts and turns over. So, as you kick the ball, the screen would then shift and rotate around to mm-hmm. the receiving team. So that basically, whatever team had control was always in the bottom. Whoever had the ball was always in the bottom of the screen. Um, and an error in the game caused the rosters for the New York Giants and Jets to actually be reversed initially. Uh, the error affected copies of the game for the SNES during Christmas season of 1993, which is when the game initially launched. So, can you imagine how angry the like the oh. people that were Giants and Jets fans were, and just like, are you kidding me? You're making this guy, you're making my guy a Jets person or vice yeah. versa. Oh yeah, because you know, you know being in the same states as Giants and Jets fans, they don't get along. So it's like oh, yeah, the last they, thing you want is for them to be on on the other team. And also that's a huge 
mess up there because this is the first mm-hmm. game that had the NFL license and it's like, oh, right. by the way, we just switched entire teams. No big deal, right? It's it's okay. Yeah. Oh, well. So we have talked about the main four guys or the main four games. Sorry. Um, so we're not really doing, we kind of just made a mishmash of everything. We're not really going into history, science and, and all those other things. So we've kind of just broken down everything as the games are, who they were developed by, who they're published by the general specs of the game and, you know, just some reception and stuff. Let's get into our own reception of the games past, present, future, and I'm posing another question at the end. Which game do you prefer out of the four and why? So um, I guess I'll go first since you've already just spoken about uh, Madden. Um, past, I remember playing, obviously Super High Impact the most, I remember playing Tecmo Bowl and not being very good at it. Um, now granted, I know you've got some years on me, not many, but <laughs> more years than me. Um, yes. So at the time that these games were out, I was either A, not alive, or B, uh, very young. Um, so I remember playing the ones that I'm, I remember playing Tecmo Bowl, Mad 94, and Super High Impact, obviously. Uh, Ten Yard Fight I did not get into until Virtual Console came out. So it was quite a ways away, uh, ways different. And then I, I plugged it in and I was like, oh my God, this is awful. In my opinion, that's awful. But, but back then it was revolutionary, you know? Um, I guess that's sort of getting into the present. Uh, when I've been revisiting these games, Tecmo Ball has recently just come out to the Nintendo Entertainment System, um, part of the Switch, the, the games that you get for free with your subscription to the online service. So if you are interested in playing that, it is available on the NES. Uh, what do they even call it again? I, I'm a Nintendo person and I just, I'm, I'm terrible for not even remembering, but just the NES online service thing that they have. Um, oh. Super high impact. I've, you know, I own the thing and uh, the actual cart and I will probably play that thing until I die just because it holds so much nostalgia for me. Um, I'm not good at Madden. I just have never been good at the original Madden. And I, I don't know the craze for the football games and the basketball games just kind of passed me by. So I don't play your NFL's NCAA uh, Madden or the uh, sorry, NBA. I just don't play any of them. I know that it's kind of like a, it's a boy toy type thing. I just, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I've, I don't play them. Um, but uh, I do own the cartridge of 10 yard fight now. Now that's only for sole purposes of having for my collection, because it was a black box label for the Nintendo entertainment system. And I'm, that's like part of, you know, I want to collect all the black box labels. Uh, I don't have any desire to put that in my console though. Um, I don't think I'll play a 10 yard fight ever again. So, um, yeah, you want to go ahead and talk about, we'll, we'll talk about future and which ones we prefer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so past 10 yard fight, I didn't play until way later. I mean, that came out in the States on the NES at 1985. I was four. Um, so I wasn't there yet, but I did play Tecmo Bowl for sure. Um, that was an early on game that I got for the NES, uh, when I got my NES console, Mm -hmm. um, 
but I had a lot of memories with that one playing against my uncles who I've, I think I've told the story before we got the NES all at the same time. I got one and two of my uncles got them as well. So we played and they were big into sports games. Right. Um, so I played like double dribble with them, blades of steel. Oh, Tech yeah. Mobile. Like that was, that was what we did. Um, so I had a lot of fun with it. It was the same thing like Bo Jackson was a beast. So it, it was good. Uh, with Tech Bowl, ten yard fight, I went back and played later on. It was just like, oh, I can't, I can't do it. Like I yeah, get it's, it, it's, it, it shaped where games went to eventually. Yeah, and, but it's don't, it's not worth going back and, and looking at it again. The first time I plugged it in, I was seriously like, this is supposed to be a football game. Yeah, I was thinking, I, I was thinking that it was like you know rugby or something. It just it does it doesn't look like a football game. I'm sorry. No, it really doesn't. And uh, and and Madden, like I said, I have an extensive amount of time playing Madden. Um, Super High Impact. I had never actually played. I've seen lots of video footage mm-hmm. of it because of the the hilarious, you know, the sound clips, the fighting and stuff like that. Stuff that gets your attention even if you didn't play it. So yeah. Um, now presently uh, going back and, and revisiting it, uh, ten yard fight still terrible. Like I said, like I I I booted up my NES Classic, which I hacked and have it on there, uh, just to refresh my memory. Played it for a mm-hmm. little bit. It's like yep, ten minutes. That was more than enough time. Yeah, it's uh, bad. Play Tecmo Bowl again. That still holds up. It still looks like it does. There's a lot of nostalgia there for that game. Is it mm-hmm. good? It's okay. It's okay. It still holds up. All more, right. I think it's more iconic. I mean, when Family yeah. Guy does the Bo Jackson thing oh, in their yeah, own yeah. show, then you know you've made a good game. <laughs> exactly. They did that that Super Bowl ad last year. They came back into the Tecmo Bowl. Oh style yeah, I forgot one. about that too. Yeah. Um, and Madden, I booted that up as well. That still plays great. Um, yeah. That still holds up. Those are the sports games I actually prefer. So mm-hmm. I have played the last couple Madden games, and um, I'm no good at the modern football. Like it's gotten too realistic for me. Oh, yeah. I can't. I can't do any of the, the modern sports games. But in this era, the '90s era, I loved the football, the hockey games, like all those. I really enjoyed. Right. Um, so for me, Madden '94 still holds up as a classic for sure. Um, yeah. yeah, let's talk, let's talk about future. Could do you see any of these coming back in any sort of uh, iteration? Aside from like, well, obviously we still have Madden. I mean, Madden is just kind of a we get it every year. You know, there's I, I can't believe people buy this thing every year. I mean, it is at, at some point I seriously think that they're gonna just make the the main game and update yearly DLC. And people have been something. asking for that for a while. It's like I mean, they right. do make tweaks balances they have made changes and updates to the game unless you're a hardcore football fan you probably don't right. catch the changes but they're definitely there but i think they could f- come down to a, a version of the game and just buy like destiny does now like here here's the year one dlc here's right. the year two right. dlc just do it like that just release yeah. a pack i mean because you're paying yeah you're paying 60 dollars for a game every single year if you're buying it why don't you make it 60 and then make the dlc like 39.99 or, yeah. or 29.99 just something something more realistic if you're just going to patch in stuff now i mean maybe five years down the road when graphics get better then oh, sure. you then you bring something else new. every generation release it and then just do patch. right, right. Yeah. yeah makes sense um but other than other than madden i mean i i don't think the high impact is acclaim entertainment i don't remember if acclaim is even around anymore is acclaim around I don't think so, because they did. Um, I know they've done several games, but I, I, I'd have to look that up. But I, I don't think that would be something that they would be interested. I mean, it's, it's kind of just you go to Madden if you want to play a, a pro football game. You go to NCAA if you want to play. Like, there's just not much competition for these games anymore. And aside from them making them for Nintendo you can get them on you know the other consoles xbox and sony and there's there's no problem and people get their fix so i don't think that there's a lot of competition out there especially when nfl and the ncaa have got their hands 
all over the certain ones and they're licensed by them and they get the actual teams and, and so on and so forth. So I don't see any other football games actually coming to the forefront aside from Madden and the NCAA football. Uh, in terms of could they make comebacks, though, the only things I, I can see is, you know, virtual console releases and, and what we have with the NES online uh, currently for 10 yard fight in Tech Mobile, obviously. And I mean, if, if the Sega Genesis collection comes out one day and, and super high impact is on there, I seriously doubt they can get licensing for that. But um, yeah, I, I just I, I don't think that there's a future for anything aside from Madden, which is quite obvious. So. Acclaim is in fact closed. It was bought out in 2010 actually by Playdom, who was famous for oh. doing Facebook games. Right. Yeah. Also went out, but it's funny. So they bought Playdom. I mean, they bought Acclaim on May 18, 2010, and three months later in August, they closed Acclaim Games. So they wow. just bought it and flipped it. So here's my proposal to you, though. So Madden obviously is still around, so that's fine. I don't see Tecmo coming back except for the nostalgia purposes. Um, no 10 yard fight. We're good. We're, we're fine. <laughs> Super high impact, I think, could come back. So acclaim is gone; it's been dissolved. Mm-hmm. They're like that. So uh, THQ Nordic, come on, you buy everything else, buy Super Impact, make yeah. it, make an arcade football alternative for people like me that suck at Madden, but still yeah. want to play football. Give me something like that where you simplify. It. Yes, you need to update it, refresh it. I don't want it to still be 16-bit, but if you could take mm-hmm. the core philosophy of what it was, allow the fighting, allow the trash talking. Yeah, like um, something something yeah. funny and amusing and different. Right. Similar to like, I mean, I know it's Mutant League football now, but that's a little more grotesque and, and right. a little too much for me. But if you just kept it like football guys, but they're just douchebags and like just play football, yeah. like rough and tumble, like do it like that. I think that could be fun. So yeah, I, I, I would be down if they did that again in that same spirit as what the old one did. Um, so I think we probably know where we stand here, but officially, which of the four games is your favorite and why? It's it's obvious. Super high impact. Uh, just for nostalgia's sake, and even through even playing through these things again, I don't know. It's I think it's just having played it so much. I know the mechanics of the game, and I'm not so familiar with the other mechanics of the other games. So that, that's, that's pretty much a no brainer. If you spoiler alert, if you're just now listening. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that's fair. That's fair. And mine, no surprise, Bad 94 for me is my pick there. Just I think the mechanics were solid. The, the the vast playbook you had there. You had the NFL license so you could play as your favorite team or your favorite players. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the nostalgia factor for me as well. Like I spent a lot of time with family playing that game, and that always enhances your experience and your memories with the games. And I mean, fortunate for me, like this is a game I can go back and it's it's aged okay. It's not mm-hmm. super terrible. Like sometimes you have those those memories and you go back and you play the game, you're like, oh my God, this is awful. I don't know, I don't know like, like the intro part. part where John Madden is like just changing oh, yeah. changing positions, just various, and then like his mouth just goes like, <laughs> you know, just like weird, weird clips of his face and stuff though. Yeah, no, that's, no. That's a little bit. Yeah, that's, that's still funny for sure. Um, so yeah, so Madden for me, Coach Mo, you can celebrate there. You got you got Kevin to talk about Madden for more than five minutes and oh. in a positive manner. It's it's Christmas. Merry Christmas, Coach Mo. That's for you, buddy. <laughs> um, so <sighs> I think I think we're wrapped up for this evening, right? Yeah, a bunch of a bunch of foosball talk, and I hope I hope for anybody that d- did not know about the game, like you're just not interested in it, or you you haven't ever learned the rules, because there's a lot of people I know my age that you know just don't know the rules of the game. I hope that at least we uh, were able to educate you for a little bit uh, by that, and for our 
our folks overseas that are listening, uh, not in America. I mean, Canada, Canada, they have their own Canadian football league. So uh, they're not. Jovi owns like half of it, doesn't he? Does he really? He owns like two teams, I think, at least. Oh my gosh. Well, apparently there's a Canadian. There is a, I, I say apparently, there is a Canadian football league. It exists. I've seen, I've seen games that have actually been played there. Tim Tebow actually went to play quarterback over there for a couple seasons. Nice how that worked out. But, um, yeah, I, I hope you guys enjoyed our foosball talk. I think um, we've touched on pretty much every early football game that I guess mattered or had a good presence in the arcade and early video game systems. Exactly. You have to remember, like, this show is meant to be kind of a historical documentation of video games in history. And as much as people may kind of uh, poo-poo on bro gamers for playing just Madden and Call of Duty, we have to remember that... <laughs> Sports games are still a landmark, a tentpole in the early gaming industry. And we yeah. have to remember that they're major sellers and money makers across the board. And that helps fund some of those games that maybe if you're not a sports gamer, you do enjoy. Because without that giant bankroll right. they're getting off these things, we may not see some of these games that we do enjoy. So it's important to remember to know your roots. And that's the whole purpose of this this whole show here. Um, it's in the game. It's in the game. That sound clip is going to be in this episode like ten times. Please. Um, so it is my turn, and I'm going I'm to yeah. turn. The, I'm going to turn the tables here, Caro. No, but we've turned tables twice. Like we went from two games to four games. To oh, now no, 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 no! It's, it's not the crazy. I'm not even giving a vote. It's one game this time. Yeah. Okay. We're not even doing a vote. Nope. I'm just saying it. But the thing is, I'm not actually going to say it. Oh, what? You have to listen back because I'm just going to play the music from this game. Oh, okay. And I'm just going to know. And you're going to know. Okay. Well, you should know. Well, that's not fair. When's this going up? This is it. So we're like recording Tuesday like this the weekend. 11th. This weekend. Okay. You got plenty of time. You got plenty of time. And this game is now easily accessible in many places, so you'll have no problem playing it. Hmm. Can I get a system? Which system? Which system was it originally on, or which system is it on now? Oh, well, which one was it originally on? PS2. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Okay. So oh, We're so old. The PS2 is considered retro now? What the hell? <laughs> yeah. I just want to do this game because it's fun, so I don't care. Okay. But it's retro enough, I think. It's it's. I mean, this game's easily over... Shoot, when was this game? Hold on, I need to look now. So, Stalker, where can people find you? Uh, people can find me on Twitter at the Nintendame. I am also a regular streamer on Twitch, also the Nintendame. I stream daily from 3.30 to 5.30 or 6 o'clock, depending on which. That's Eastern time on weekdays. Weekends are up in the air, depending on how much time I have. Uh, but I almost always try to do weekends. Uh, and then you can also find me in the PSVG Discord. Perfect. So the game is almost 15 years old at this point. So I think that counts enough to be retro for me. Oh my God. What was I doing 15 years ago? 
As a middle it's, school. It's, the game is half as old as you. Look at it that way. Oh, yeah. I just turned 29. <laughs> Great. Yeah, I was I was almost in. I was basically in high school. Yep. Yep. This is, this is not right. This is nope. not right. No. Nope. So it's retro. You're you're getting old. You have to you have to admit it like the rest of us. But um, so yeah, you can find me on the internet uh, at PSVG Kevin on Twitter. Follow the whole podcast network at PSVG on Twitter. Uh, check out the website, of course, as always, PSVG.blog to find links to everything, including the Discord or Twitch channels. Everything you need is all there for you. Uh, big thank you, one and all, to all of our Patreon supporters. We do appreciate your support, and we have some surprises and some other things heading your way very very soon so stay tuned to that but more importantly oh no i can't say we never stop gaming. Oh, no. <laughs> force of habit oh if you never stop gaming then we we uh, never mind sorry i was about to make a bad joke and then i realized it didn't make any sense well everybody class dismissed <laughs> you have officially been schooled <laughs> ea sports it's in the game